0: You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, a podcast for spiritual souls on their journey of enlightening the world. I'm your host, Stephanie Powers. Welcome. The universe is always speaking to us, and I can't believe that I've ever doubted it at all. You know, sometimes we get so busy and so caught up in this 3D world that we're all living in. This we get too caught up in the human side of this spiritual experience and we forget and we think my guides left me my guides aren't talking to me my guides are mad at me i laugh because that's all ego that, that shit doesn't exist in the spiritual world but i've been feeling the same kind of i've been seeing a lot of repeating numbers i mean one 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 two 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 three 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 the whole spectrum but i've definitely been on the go Moving too fast, a little too much. And it stems from a good thing. I'm not on the go because I'm trying to live a life that I don't want to. I'm on the go because I'm doing it, you guys. And I say you guys because I know there's thousands of you that have been listening since day one and have followed my story and my journey since, since I was married two years ago, over two years ago. And so I know those of you, the real OGs to Lightworkers Lounge are listening every week thinking this is incredible to watch somebody else's journey unfold. And I'm doing it. I'm here. I'm living in the house I always dreamt of. And I know you guys can hear my voice kind of echoing, right? I'm in a big empty room that will one day be an office. Perhaps. But it's got this beautiful view of the puffy clouds forming a thunderstorm over the Gulf of Mexico. And you guys know me, thunderstorms are a spiritual aspect for me, so I thought I'd come in here and record the podcast with that as a beautiful backdrop and really tap into that energy to channel it for you guys. You know, a lot of our private one-on-one coaching calls that we've had with you guys. It's so awesome, by the way, to be able to connect with you one-on-one. It's awesome to be let into your life on such an intimate level, but it's even more awesome that you guys know my life. Like, I always immediately think, oh, it's a stranger. It's someone I'm meeting for the first time. But then I realize when you guys are like, where's Jeffrey? Where's JL? I'm so glad you're back in the Keys. Can I see your house? (laughs) And it's like, wait, that's right. You guys know me. And a lot of you... A lot of you are asking right now how to start a career in health or spirituality, life coaching or anything, Absolutely the arts, anything. And that's why this episode is going to be called, It's Okay to Outgrow Things. Because a lot of us in the past six months of 2020 have grown so much. We're all in stage three of a spiritual awakening, the cocoon phase where we know what's up, we know where we want to go, who we want to be with, what we want to be doing. We're just now figuring out, okay, how do I get there? And a lot of us are afraid to get there. And we're afraid because we're gonna hurt feelings. We're gonna disappoint our parents. We're going to abandon people. We're gonna abandon our friends. We're gonna abandon our parents. We're going to abandon loved ones, boyfriends, girlfriends, your husband, your wife. And these are all people that you love so much, so unconditionally, that you don't want to see them hurt because you're an empath. I know so many, you know, I have this thing where I believe everybody is an empath. So when people tell me, I'm an empath, I understand. I'm like, yes, you're an empath and so is it my neighbor. So isn't my dog. So isn't your mom and your dad. <laughs> so, isn't, so aren't the people, your family members, who look at you as a witch because you love astrology. Everybody is an empath. It's just a matter of who's tapped into it. Just like everybody on this planet, every human is a light worker. It's just a matter of who is awakened to it or not. So we're all figuring out how to step into relationships we really want to be in to careers we really want to be in, how to move to a place we've been dreaming of living. And I guess I've kind of created myself as the pro of figuring out how to do that, right? You know, I say that with a bit of hesitation on my tongue because I'm trying to tap into my secret sauce and what I've done, and really it's just self-awareness coming to the realization that even though I had such a beautiful, comfortable life, but ah, here we go, here it is. I say I had a beautiful, comfortable life in my 20s because I was married to someone who was not only my husband, but my best friend, and everything under the sun. was very codependent, unhealthy. But I say I had a very beautiful, comfortable life, but did I? Because every day I'd wake up in a nice, clean apartment walk on a nice clean carpet to the kitchen and open the nice clean fridge filled with food, grab some water, and just look around and feel empty inside. Take my water to the deck and look out into a parking lot, look at construction, have to go inside because my neighbors downstairs were smoking cigarettes yet again. And I thought, you know, now that I reflect back on it, I think I was just so traumatized and shocked and angry at myself for making wrong decisions that were against my intuition that to survive I just looked at all the good parts. I just focus on all the good parts, which there's good parts of everything. I hear about abusive relationships, sexual, physical, emotionally abusive relationships and the partner being abused will say, yeah, but they have good qualities. I just choose to see the good in them. Everybody and everything has good qualities, but that doesn't it doesn't mean it's meant for you. Because as you always hear me say, that whisper and your intuition that tells you, hey, I know you're married and you guys have mutual friends and you have a good time together, you laugh, you can hang out and have a good time, but you're not in love. This isn't it. This isn't the one, this isn't This isn't your person. Your person's right there. Maybe you know who your person is or maybe you don't. That doesn't make it any easier. You know, like when it comes to relationships, because I know firsthand that a lot of you listening are in this pickle, when it comes to relationships, it's hard to leave ones that are not meant for us because we're in an a bath and we feel bad. We don't want to hurt their feelings. But something I feel called to remind you guys is that you hurt their feelings even more when you hold on to them and don't let them go find their love. I think that's a very important reminder all of us need to hear. And if you take that and apply it to career, you're only hurting yourself. The more you don't take that risk and take that leap of faith, trusting that the universe is going to catch you, when you follow your heart, I just... There's no logical scientific explanation or guarantee. Yes, you will be so abundant and rich and wealthy and have no debt if you follow your heart. But what I can guarantee you is that if you follow your heart, you will not be homeless, you will not be starving. And this is coming from a girl who was raised on welfare and watched her mom get us free food. You're gonna be okay. And perhaps that's why I I am so good at taking risks is because I've been at rock bottom. And you know what? It wasn't that bad. Because you know why? I was forced to look at the good parts to survive. You guys remember, play this game when you get nervous to leave a relationship, to quit a job, to move. Play the then what game. Okay, I served my husband divorce papers, then what? He gets really mad and abusive, then what? I move out and try to make it on my own, then what? Go all the way down, go ahead and play out the worst case scenario in your mind and you'll see. It's not so bad after all. It's just different and the ego does not like when things aren't familiar. It freaks out and tells you, don't do it. Painful, wrong way, Uh-uh-uh. but I gotta tell you again. In order to get something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. You have to feel things you've never felt. You have to be forced out of your comfort zone. And this is all that I've done to get the life that I have now, sitting in this big beautiful home that I saw in so many visions, even when I was a teenage girl living the polar opposite life of this beautiful life in the Caribbean of manifested. You know, I was growing up in New England where it gets dark at 4 (laughs) p.m., like, polar opposite. I still saw this time. I still saw this house. I still felt this energy. Oh, what a key to manifesting your dream is to feel what it would feel like. And if, like me, you're so far away and the total opposite of what you dream of, go put yourself in it. I used to take weekend trips down here by myself to pretend like I was a local, just to tap into what it felt like to drive around and go to the grocery stores and go to the locals-only beaches. I was part of my manifesting. But back to what I really want to focus on this week is it's okay to outgrow things. So many times we, we have an identity connected to something and we think we have to keep that. Well, I met my husband in high school and now we're married and the whole town, the whole state knows us as a couple. And so not only is it weird for me if I leave him, it's weird for all of our friends. It's weird for all of our family. Like if I leave him and inevitably date someone new, how will I introduce this new person because they associate me so heavily with my past. But when you live for others, You'll consistently disappoint yourself. And then you can't show up and go after your dream career because you're not yourself. And then you can't show up as a parent to any future kids or kids you already have because you're not yourself. And this runs you to the ground. I've both done it and witnessed it. When you go after things you love, no matter what anyone else says, no matter how uncomfortable it makes you or anyone in your circle, You're doing yourself like the greatest act of self-love. You're following your truth. And when you do that, I mean, I'm living proof right now. Go look at my personal Instagram, at stephanies underscore destiny. And look at all the comments under my pictures of people saying, wow, since you got back to the Florida Keys, you look different, you sound different, you're behaving different, you're just glowing, glowing. And it's true, I look in the mirror and I see it too. I wake up every morning and I feel it too because I'm where my soul has always wanted to be and I have continuous effortlessly attracted abundance since I got down here because of that frequency I'm on. Of course every time I move down here, it's not a cheap place to live, so of course every time I move down here I think, am I going to be able to afford it? But you know what? Should the time come that I can't, I'm not afraid. I trust the universe to provide for me. I trust that wherever I'm meant to be, wherever I'm meant to go and with whomever, is the right place, the right person, at the right time. Especially if it feels good to my intuition. So, this eclipse season has totally brought us to a place where we can no longer go with the status quo of a routine not made for us. This tough lunar eclipse, I don't know about y'all, but my dreams have been crazy, crazy real, crazy intense, so bizarre. In a lot of my dreams I've been pregnant. No, I'm not pregnant right now, but a lot of my dreams I've been pregnant, and typically when you dream of being pregnant, that represents the birth of a new idea. And let me take that a step further. After some lovely coaching calls today, I closed my computer and I opened my front door to walk on the balcony and just take a breath of fresh air and look at the sunlight and watch the clouds and just ground myself. And I noticed this beautiful brown and white snail, like a little miniature conch shell, but it was a snail, right outside my front door. And he was upside down. And I thought, how in the world did a snail get up here did he fall out of a tree no i don't have any trees overhanging just so bizarre so the fact that this made me scratch my head made me also think ah this is like the little spirit guide stork dropping a message at my doorstep so i looked up snail in my spirit my power animals book by Lori morrison and it says expect your mind to change about something Be prepared to completely change your dreams and your ideas to embrace a new path. And now, let me even take it further. This morning, as I was riding my bike here in the Florida Keys, and for the past few mornings actually, especially with this full moon, these insights have been pouring in, especially early in the morning before the rest of the world's awake. I feel like I've graduated from my passion of the Florida Keys. And I feel like that is such a intense thing to tell you guys, especially my Lightworkers Lounge OGs. But I feel that way. And I love the Florida Keys. You guys, like I said, you're looking at my videos and my pictures saying, whoa, you look so good, you're so happy, you're just radiating positivity. And I am. I feel so good. I feel at home. But, like we talked about in the podcast last week, that third voice that's deeper than your intuition is telling me, Steph, you'll always have a beautiful tattoo of the Florida Keys on your heart, but it's time for more. It's time for more. And of course, the old me would freak out and say, well, where? What? When? How? When should I leave? Where, where is this place? How do I get there? What, what, what event is going to transpire that makes the light bulb go off and say, ah, that place? But that's not for me to know. Because as I wake up every day and ride my bike to the beach and swim in the ocean and enjoy cocktails and dancing on the ocean with the love of my life, just like I've always dreamt of for years, you guys, years, that will come to me. And it'll probably come in a very gentle way to where I just all of a sudden go, "Ah aha, so that's what that voice means. And there's a piece of me that's a little nervous because now that I've got a platform and I've got a lot of eyes on me, There's a piece of me that doesn't want to disappoint those eyes, or, better yet, I don't want people to think, gosh, what are you, a Gemini? (laughs) What are you, bipolar? (laughs) You've wanted the keys all your life, and now you've got it. It's in your grasp, and you want to leave? What? No, I don't want to leave. If the chance came up for me to go somewhere new, and this new place felt like a hell yeah, I would go because the keys will always be here. And for the rest of my life, I know that every time I come down here, whether I live here or not, I will have the biggest smile on my face. But just lately with this lunar eclipse and all these three eclipses, you know, they've all taught me one thing, growth, maturity. I've cleared so many triggers that I think the Florida Keys had a lot to do with. You know, I'm, I'm, bear with me. I'm going back in my mind and in my psych and my past right now, live with you guys. But I was just becoming an adolescent when I discovered the Bahamas. I was 14. And I'll just never forget the blue Caribbean water. Oh, just thinking, yes. Yes, this is it. Just drawn to it. And then the first time I came to the Keys, I was 17. And I just felt like the weird, kooky, free, island vibe energy and was like, yes, this is me. These are my people. So when I reflect back on that, the Keys always represented freedom, feeling like myself, which I never had. Growing up, I was raised by a single mother, and I had an autistic brother. So all of her attention went to him. And my mom grew up in a household where emotions were not a thing. Physical touch, saying the words, I love you, were not a thing. And she unfortunately carried that on to me and my brother. So I grew up feeling like I couldn't be myself. I'm such a love bug, come on. I've got a Scorpio moon, and my Venus is in Scorpio. (laughs) I love... Love and deep, passionate, connected soulmate love, and I never got that. And so, the Caribbean and the Keys and the island life and that vibe and that energy was freedom. It was love. People down here don't judge you. They don't care. Like, I jumped in the water in my dress today, and then rode my bike home, and not a single person batted an eye. They just smile and say, "Good morning." You know, if I did that in New Hampshire, people would call the psych ward. <laughs> being down here represented freedom and love and then after I got married to the wrong person I felt more caged than I've ever had in my life you know you guys know the story I was married to someone I didn't love the wrong person which I knew all along but didn't know how to feel and process and express those emotions I was living somewhere I had no desire to working a career eight to nine hours a day doing something I had zero interest or passion for. I was so far removed and disconnected from myself in my early to mid-twenties that I just craved feeling me, feeling free. And so what did I do? I digged in my psych and thought, when did I feel the most free in my life? Because my God, I need to feel that now. Ah uh, yes, the Florida Keys. So in my 20s, I kept coming down here, whether it was by myself or with my ex-husband, every year for my birthday, because that's all I ever asked for, for a birthday gift was, I just want a weekend in the keys, just a weekend in the keys, every year. Never failed. But what I wanted, what I really wanted for a birthday gift was myself. Freedom to be me. Even in college, like just thinking of my student loans I have now and like all the money and time spent on getting a degree in organizational leadership, which is dope, but I didn't want to do that, guys. I wanted to go to Full Sail University in Orlando and study music production and video production. That was my heart, but I let other people talk me out of it because I was so vulnerable and I grew up in a childhood without a father, any male role model at all, no parent at all, actually, because my mom was 100% engulfed in my autistic brother. So I didn't know how to stand my ground. I didn't know how to say, I'm studying music and I don't care what y'all think. My life would have been so different had I had that courage and self-esteem. What I'm trying to get at is the Florida Keys represent freedom, and that's why I've been so obsessed with them so in love with the keys and the Caribbean vibes and energy but lately I've found myself I've really connected with who I am I'm so confident in my romantic relationship and free to be myself in in it too And and it's what I want, it's what I've always dreamt of it's here and in my career the same thing, I'm doing something even better than what I've dreamt of and it's only getting better And now I live somewhere away from all energies that used to weigh me down and I'm free and I'm me. And I'm just really connecting with who I am at my core because for my entire life she's been clouded. She's cloudy. I couldn't find her. I couldn't connect with her because of so many reasons, because of pleasing others, because of keeping the peace so my mom didn't have any more stress on her plate really to make others happy I lost myself and now all those clouds have parted with my healthy relationship, with my career with my beautiful home that was created out of love those clouds are parting and I'm seeing myself and I feel like I'm graduating from the Florida Keys yeah yeah I feel like the real me she wants more nature she she loves neighbors she loves to socialize but she wants land and and horses and i want a big barn to invite you guys in and host retreats and like uh, you know forgive me for talking so slow but i'm channeling and envisioning this and I see string lights and I see a gold field and I know JL, my boyfriend, is listening to this with the biggest smile on his face because this, him and I meditate together. We got Scorpio moons, of course we do, and we have visions together and we've seen this since this time last year, actually, so we've seen these visions for a year. But my soul still needed the keys. I needed to unlock the keys to graduate from them. And here I am. So you know, there's a piece of me that rides her bike around the keys and swims in the ocean and enjoys the live music and the manatees and the tourists. I love tourists. And I'm like, this is great and this is lovely, but Here we go again with that third voice that's deeper than intuition saying, This is not it. It'll be a bittersweet goodbye, but the beauty and abundance that I have on the horizon, now that I've unlocked this incredible level, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. So if there's one thing I want you guys to take away from this short podcast is, it's okay to outgrow things you once thought were your dream. Maybe you're in a career that you loved. You, all of your childhood, you said, I wanna be this when I grow up. And you went to school and you got a degree in it and you got that career and you loved it for a moment in time, but maybe now your heart's saying, I think I wanna be an astrologer. It's okay. To outgrow that old dream, that old job, and pursue astrology. It's part of your your soul's purpose. I like to say we have many callings in life, not just one. And it's okay if you got married to someone and said vows in front of a hundred people and thought that that person was your forever. It's okay to change your mind. Just don't leave them hanging on. As soon as you know, you'll know. And the greatest gift that you can give someone you love is the unconditional love, which is releasing them to go find love. So, sitting here in this beautiful room, the sun's going away now because that thunderstorm I spoke of earlier in the show is now bubbling up over the sun and it's so pretty. I wish you guys were sitting next to me on the floor looking out the window at this. It's so beautiful. But in front of me, I have the very first oracle deck I ever bought in Charleston, South Carolina called Lightworkers Oracle by Alana Fairchild. And a lot of us lightworkers are going through a huge change. We are all in cocoons and processing what just happened in the first half of 2020. So much immense change. I mean, think back to what you were doing on January 1st. Who you were, how you felt, what triggered you. January 1st, New Year's Day, think about that. Now think about who you are today. The triggers, the pain. What have you healed, what what has changed? Who are you with? How do you feel about certain people? How do you feel about your career? It's so different, right? It's scary to the ego because it's immense change, drastic change, but ooh, is it leading you somewhere so magical beyond your wildest dreams? With that said, I want to pull a card from the Lightworkers Oracle deck, a collective card. Third ray of creative intelligence. Hmm. Wow. Are you ready for this? The third ray of creative intelligence brings the gift of practical spirituality and develops the talent for grounding inspired creativity into the world. It empowers your manifestation. This ray brings many gifts, including new ideas and the practical support needed to bring them to life. The ability to organize, make connections and networks, and synthesize information from various sources into one coherent whole. Archangel Samuel helps you receive this gift from the universe with love and intelligence. Wow. There you go. This card is... The simple message of this is you have help from the universe. The universe has got your back. So, if you were looking for a sign to start that relationship, leave that relationship, apply for that job, leave that job, whatever it may be that you were looking for guidance and support and a sign for, let this podcast be it. If you feel like you need even more guidance than this podcast gave you, here's your friendly reminder that I am doing one-on-one private consultations, and you can sign up for one of those at lightworkers-lounge.com. That is lightworkers, and then a hyphen, not the word dash, but a hyphen, lounge.com, and click on coaching. I'm going to leave you guys with the song that's been playing in the background. It's called Passage by my favorite musician, East Forest. It's from his Music From Mushrooms soundtrack, and it's 26 minutes long of pure bliss. You can find this song on our Music To Float To playlists, and all other songs featured on the show on our Lightworkers Lounge Spotify playlist of the month. I will see you guys this Friday for a bonus chat with Baby J, my love. And of course, next Wednesday on the show, where we'll have a very, very special guest. Someone I manifested. (laughs) I'm sending you so much love and gratitude from the Florida Keys, from my dream house, and beyond. Goodbye.